I got a question for you. Have you been drafting at all? I know you're thinking it might be early, but I don't think it's ever too early. I'll be honest, I haven't drafted yet, but I want to change that right now. So I'm on the board at pick five, three running backs, and then Jamar Chase goes as the first receiver. Derrick Henry went at the second overall pick. For a guy who's going to be 28 and a half at the start of the season, I don't know if I agree with that. I think I'm going to pivot here just like we saw a wide receiver go before me. It was Jamar Chase. I think I'm going to pivot to a wide receiver as well. I mean, Austin Eckler is on the board. It's between Austin Eckler and Cooper Cup. We know there's not going to be many running backs moving forward. Let's go Austin Eckler. So I ended up changing my mind there. Eckler is my RB3 overall right now. So Cooper Cup goes the pick after me. I do think moving forward with this being the first draft that I've done that I'd probably change it and end up grabbing a Cooper Cup, especially now no OBJ. Now, likely, there's no Robert Woods for sure. He's moving to Tennessee. A new wide receiver, Allen Robinson there. Will that shake some things up? He's going to be maybe as secure as ever. Justin Jefferson now goes. There's a real argument for Jefferson to be the wide receiver one in fantasy as well. That argument kind of gets stuffed by a lot of people when you see what Cooper Cup did last year, putting up 2,400 yards going absolutely berserk. But I do think there's at least an argument for the guy who has had the most yards ever through his first two years and now is keeping his quarterback moving forward and really still doesn't have that much target competition. I'm actually now on the clock. So a bunch of wide receivers go before me. CeeDee Lamb goes. I want to just go running back and then a ton of wide receivers. Javante actually goes at the 2-7, which is a good spot to get him. So CeeDee Lamb goes. We have AJ Brown there. We have T Higgins, Hopkins, DJ Moore. I do think that the pick for me is going to be AJ Brown at this point. A couple of tight ends ended up going, but we're going to go and we're going to secure our first wide receiver. Last year, something that I like doing a lot was grabbing basically a top running back first and then just going a bunch of wide receivers I also did a couple times like three wide receivers in a row then a running back and that running back was usually like a DeAndre Swift and those lineups actually worked out pretty well the plan is to just load up on wide receivers as this thing goes this is before the NFL draft so it'll be interesting to see where a lot of not only the rookie wide receivers go but even the rookie running backs Brees Hall and probably Kenneth Walker guys who get some draft capital typically a guy like Brees Hall if he lands in a spot where there's not much competition or he is the dude will go somewhere in the first four rounds and I don't even think people are starting to think about his name and now I'm up again now my top ranked wide receivers left for me I have DeAndre Hopkins at number 11 12 DJ Moore 13 Deontay Johnson so there's a lot left here I do have Lennon Fournette my number seven overall running back I just don't think I want to take that right now so let's go right back here and let's snag a D hop so we'll go back to back wide receivers and our team is starting to round out a little bit we ended up getting Austin Eckler to start AJ Brown a younger player obviously tons of upside still left in him potentially can push for a 30% target share and we end up just snagging DeAndre Hopkins Hopkins, who has definitely played banged up the last couple of years, getting up there now in age, but there's no Christian Kirk there anymore. For right now, it's really just him and Rondell Moore. Expect them to probably either sign a wide receiver if they bring back an AJ Green, who's now, what, 35, or more than likely get somebody in the draft. So we start to see a quarterback go. My quarterback one goes off the board. First guy gone, and Josh Allen. Brees Hall goes at the 3-7. So there you go. That's exactly where, if Brees Hall ends up being a starter like the dude, the way that he's profiling out as a measurable production, athleticism, and then all he needs now is draft capital slash fit yeah Brees Hall is going to be a guy who, who starts to go in that second round third round if it's a good spot so I've got a running back and two receivers my top 16 running backs are already gone so I'm not gonna settle for RB 20 in the fourth round there doesn't seem like much edge there I think I'm gonna go right back to wide receiver here I still have guys in my top 18 I have four wide receivers in my top 18 which would be very good to end up securing overall three dudes in my top 20 one of those guys goes in Deontay Johnson he was my highest ranked receiver left at 13th my best running backs available you can see right now on my projection which if you want these projections just to use as well you can get them for free i'll link them up in the discord down below so you can check those out josh jacobs and ezekiel elliott i'm pretty high on josh jacobs he might even move up during the season for me that offense it should in theory when you added Devonte adams end up becoming more efficient move down the field more ends up leading to more touchdowns for josh jacobs and josh jacobs started catching passes last year so i'm looking at amari cooper mike williams and terry mclaurin and there goes zeke so we can think about mike williams we can think about terry mclaurin williams is fair i can see him finishing 
near top 10 again especially if Keenan Allen starts to slow down if they don't take anybody in the draft which uh, they end up giving him that contract I'm not sure if they will so my third wide receiver selection I'll end up going Amari Cooper the reason why he's dropping right now and probably not getting talked about more as a wide receiver one is going to be a couple of things right it's going to be first of all injury second of all a somewhat older prospect especially at the wide receiver position changing teams is never great and quarterback uncertainty so there's a lot of big question marks right now but because of that you can get him at the end of the fourth round instead of early to mid third round pick so Amari now getting him in the fourth round especially if something happens and Watson is not suspended an extended amount of time you're getting probably if a dude stays healthy nobody in that target share competition Jarvis Landry is now gone obviously OBJ is off that team and gone maybe a top 10 target share player in the league and now I'm quickly on the clock again at the turn here and I'm looking at wide receivers a lot of solid ones have gone I kind of want to just go right back to wide receiver my best available is my wide receiver 17 overall and that is going to be Mike Williams as we can see right here Michael Thomas is still on the board we don't really know that quarterback situation so much so we know Jameis is going to come back he's going to come off of injury let's go with Mike Williams the man who ends up signing a contract with Los Angeles a pretty big contract and really at the end of the day it's a team friendly contract and getting Mike Williams as my wide receiver four on my fantasy team I could deal with that especially talking best ball you have the upside weeks out of Mike Williams whenever he's attached to Herbert who is now the highest scoring fantasy player ever through his first two years which is nuts one thing I'll point out that I just saw going my running back 24 and I should probably bump him up a lot now that I just realized this but he goes in the fifth round is James Conner and James Conner is a fifth round running back that I'm okay to take he's not a running back who's in his 30s he's a running back who has had sure some injuries in the in the past of course but relatively the last year stayed healthy right now he's not gonna have Chase Edmonds in the backfield you would assume that they probably draft a running back but what it's James Conner and Eno Benjamin out there so they bring back James Conner over the younger but maybe not more complete and bigger in terms of Chase Edmonds so yeah I think that's a vote of confidence for James Conner same thing for Leonard Fournette who ended up going a little bit later than I thought but what we can expect out of the Cardinals offense is for it to be a solid and a decent one and for a guy who has pass catching skill set definitely is going to have the touchdown upside like you saw last year I think James Conner probably has to get bumped near my RB1 territory after looking through this I think he was like around my RB20 so I may end up being wrong on this but Juju Smith-Schuster going at the beginning of the sixth round is a little bit interesting to me I would say I mean MVS ended up getting the bigger contract and he's probably not going to go for like four or five more rounds and he's going to fill that Tyreek role in a way right so a little bit interesting to me to see Juju go that early people assuming that he's going to be the wide receiver one out there I'm not too sure if I buy into that so I'm a few picks away now and I'm in a position where I have already what four wide receivers and a running back at this point I have to start to look at other positions but honestly tight end is one where if I'm not getting like a top three dude probably just not going to go there the quarterbacks are all gone the top five dudes are gone arguably the top six and then when I'm looking at running back my top 22 are off the board Michael Carter Rashad Penny are my best available running backs and you can see that right here in my rankings so Carter and Penny I mean Carter I'm not even sure his job is safe or secure from the NFL draft they're talking about looking at running backs Rashad Penny does get brought in and re-signed back but who knows what's going to happen there now when there's not going to be a Russell Wilson to keep an efficient offense AJ Dillon's not a bad pick Miles Sanders in my opinion is still not a bad pick especially if he hovers around to my seventh pick I think I go wide receiver again and I just say hey I'm going to build a lineup with like three running backs I do have to start to look at quarterback we have Tom Brady Dak Trey Lance so the pick right now for me is to either go to a quarterback who I don't feel confident in the tier I'm in right now or keep loading up on wide receiver and that wide receiver would either be Darnell Mooney or Brandon Cooks I feel pretty good about Darnell Mooney and not having much competition right now he ends up making it out of free agency alive with them not bringing in anybody and obviously Allen Robinson now leaving so it's Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet competing for targets out there yeah I'll take Darnell Mooney I didn't even notice I already took him off the board that's a big mistake so first draft of the year big mistake on my part I, already, I just took Jerry Judy off the board because I assumed he got picked last round because I didn't see him in the names recently but Jerry Judy I would have taken for what it's worth over uh, Darnell Mooney if I saw that had him a couple of spots ahead I do think people probably get a little bit carried away with Judy and maybe put him up too high I think he's 
he's pretty close to Cortland Sutton. I think that people are forgetting KJ Hamler exists, and that's definitely something to be thought about with a guy who has incredible top 1% NFL speed, and Russell Wilson is similar or familiar with, with having a Tyler Lockett. So TJ Hawkinson goes, that was somebody that I was looking at. I am now on the clock, and more and more wide receivers have gone. Cortland Sutton ended up just going as well. So I ended up taking Trey Lance in the seventh, more so just from a, a standpoint of getting a, a quarterback locked up, maybe a mid-round quarterback. Dak could be another name, maybe Jalen Hurts, especially if he takes steps forward this year. Yeah, I got to look through these ranks because Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy were both guys who were top 22 wide receivers for me, would have taken them both of my last two picks, loaded up on both of them, and then try and get Russ Leader to complete a stack. But I just thought they went because they weren't in the underdog anytime recently picked. Like literally they weren't in the next seven or eight receivers. So it obviously is very early. My ranks are going to be a little bit more fine-tuned than the ADP and that's the goal. But we're getting to that range now where it's like a lot of rookie wide receivers. And this is going to be interesting because we're getting into round eight here. A lot of rookie wide receivers in my rankings. I mean, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, Jameson. This is kind of the rookie wide receiver tier. As you can see, I put like my top seven dudes basically right around the wide receiver 40 to wide receiver 50 range. So it's interesting to me just to look at this run going on right now at running backs. And there goes another one that everybody six running backs in a row go in the middle rounds, which is like the worst thing to ever do. And none of these dudes are that good. Like Devin Singletary last year of his contract. Yeah, he had like a couple of good weeks at the end of the year. Doesn't really excite me. Damian Harris definitely doesn't excite me. If he's not scoring a lot of touchdowns, he's not doing much. AJ Dillon's still in a split backfield there. Miles Sanders is actually the one that I like the most in this range because I do think when he was healthy last year, he was commanding a lot of the carries, but still a mobile quarterback. Clyde edwards helaire I think is going to be without a doubt in a split backfield and they might even draft somebody to kind of take over his role because he has not been good. And then Kenneth Walker to start the eighth round, I don't think is bad. So like Miles Sanders and Kenneth Walker in this range is, is fine out of the six running backs taken though. But if two are just fine, you know, something went wrong along the way. So yeah, it's still not a time for me to take running back. I know I only have one. I know we're heading into now my eighth pick and a couple of picks here, but it's just not the thing that I want to do is force a running back. I mean, Rashad Penny and Tony Pollard, they're my only top 30 running backs on the board. Chase Edmonds, if he's able to last to like my ninth pick, I might end up taking him there as my second running back with a guy who has to compete with a 30 plus year old, like 31 year old at this point, Raheem Mostert, who's coming off of injuries riddled seasons, then yeah, that's something I can buy into. But I'm just going to probably wait till later in the draft. I mean, Melvin Gordon is going to sign somewhere and be productive. He's on the board. You have guys like JD McKissick who are going to catch passes. You have James White who signs a new deal to come back. Gus Edwards is on the board. More rookie running backs are on the board, right? So in this range, when six running backs go back to back to back to back, probably not the best time to actually take a running back. Let's see what the best available for me is right now. So Tyler Boyd goes, I mean, I think the answer is going to be a pretty easy one. I think that my answer for me is going to be Christian Kirk here. It's between Christian Kirk and Rashad Penny. No tight ends look that good, but I'm going to go with Christian Kirk here over some of these rookie wide receivers. Continue to load up on wide receiver now. I probably end up having six wide receivers so far, but look, Christian Kirk, people aren't going to like him because he signs a big deal. And there are some other bodies out there now in Jacksonville that they ended up signing, right? But it's nothing that's going to scare me. He got paid to be a wide receiver one. He can operate as a wide receiver one, and he actually has a solid quarterback if they can give that guy some time to throw. So in a run of running backs and quarterbacks, I want to do exactly what the, the field is not doing. And what the field is not doing right now is exactly what I did and choose another wide receiver. Obviously, there's going to have to come a time where I start to think about stacking. But luckily, since I'm drafting every wide receiver in the world right now, it can become a little bit easier for that to happen. Whether I land the Deshaun Watson, whether I land Justin Fields later on at Trevor Lawrence, I have stacking options in, in here. Heck, I could even try and land Ryan Tannehill or that
that although that seems a little bit less appealing to me so yeah now my top 33 running backs are gone chase Evans is my best available running back left I'm three picks away if he ends up making it to me it's something that I definitely consider at this point because I'm in the range of having to snag some rookie wide receivers if not I can't believe Adam Thielen went as early as Adam Thielen went I mean he is probably disrespecting him outside my top 50 wide receivers I'm gonna have to take a look again at that but still not somebody that I'm really that high on so I'm on the board now Rashad Bateman goes yeah it's basically rookie wide receiver city or a running back here like the rookie wide receivers do look good I think that Garrett Wilson is going to be a wide receiver one somewhere so getting him in what round nine is probably advantageous if he's still on the board so let's go Garrett Wilson or Drake London I'll go Garrett Wilson here kind of a who do you like more at this point I think they both go in the top 15 picks Garrett Wilson I just know is healthier as of this recording you've already had Drake London push back his pro day twice not test at the NFL combine not test at the senior bowl so if you're asking me to just say right now if both are going to be top 15 picks but I know one is extremely fast running in the four threes and had a lot of production at Ohio State playing both in the slot and out wide I'll take Garrett Wilson there I'll get my seventh wide receiver now and I, I think I'm building a pretty unique draft you guys might be watching this and saying Sal you're absolutely crazy you, you need to get some other positions at some point and I would fire back saying that I got 10 more rounds to just get two tight ends a quarterback and like two or three running backs there are running backs on the board that I like I mean you're gonna have rookies like Rashad White if he can end up getting like around three draft capital that's great Isaiah Spiller is probably gonna get although I don't love him I don't like the way that he tested even at his own pro day although and he didn't want to even run at the combine and then he does and it's not great so my 10th round pick a couple of guys I really wanted Justin Fields goes Chase Edmonds goes a couple picks before me at running back it's still not great like Melvin Gordon in the 10th JD McKissick is here we could take the risk and go with a rookie Isaiah Spiller because we can lean on some of that draft capital so that's what I'll do I'll get my second running back we hope that maybe he lands in a spot where he can actually be an RB1 I really wanted to go wide receiver again with guys like Michael Gallup and even Jamison Williams on the board but obviously both of them are coming off of ACL injuries and might not be ready and likely won't be ready right away for week one so that's a concern there goes Melvin Gordon he was actually going to be I was going to maybe double tap running back here and then kind of be done with running back couple picks away from the 11th round pick I was going to snag probably a Justin Fields or even a Watson to try and complete a stack heck maybe we complete a stack not even knowing it with some of these rookie wide receivers Trevor Lawrence is a guy I think we can wait on a little bit I I'll complete some stuff here like Gallup is on the board if I look at some of my top ranked guys I haven't I haven't taken some of these off yet there's obviously the rookies there I'm really high in Jamison Williams concern is just not from a dynasty perspective but this specific year gonna miss some time with that ACL Russell Gage is obviously very interesting with Chris Godwin not going to be there Antonio Brown not there anymore that's somebody that you can probably get four to eight weeks of the year as a wide receiver too especially if Gronk doesn't return for Tom Brady so this range right here of the guys that are injured guys on new teams the wide receiver 50 range and some rookies is very appealing to me running back wise it's the rookie running back tier and then after that it really starts to get into the backup running back some specialist roles like a JD McKissick a Jarek McKinnon uh, even a Gus Edwards James White those guys are on the board a Khalil Herbert could take a step forward so now we're here a pick away I think I'm gonna go it's it's definitely too early to do and no it's not he's, he's he's honestly on the board in like five picks I'm gonna get my guy here a tight end Zach Ertz who I think is a much better option to be choosing than a Mike Gusecki who went off the board before me definitely a much better option in my opinion than a Pat Fryer move as a rookie was solid was solid was not elite by any means was getting played over by Zach Gentry a lot of the time and I personally believe Zach Ertz who came in last year and was seeing 20 to 30 percent target shares every single week even if DeAndre Hopkins was healthy was seeing those target shares now no Christian Kirk right now no AJ Green out there now another year of connection in an offseason and they traded for this guy they went and picked him up and poached him yes you're gonna have some guys returning from injury for the Cardinals in their tight end room but I think it's Zach Ertz's job so through these first 11 rounds we do have a quarterback we have two running backs one that I really like and maybe one that has upside in Isaiah Spiller a ton of wide receivers seven of them and then we end up grabbing our tight end in Zach Ertz if you want to draft on this platform it's called underdog fantasy you use the code Sal and you get a free little credit to sign up with and play with right away and they've got drafts going all spring all summer long even throughout the season if you want to get even more prepared for drafts now and in the future against your league mates this video right here is going to help with that